Hey, what's going on everybody? Here is another episode of Stock Investing Secrets. My name is Philip Olgar, and we're just going live on Instagram as well. Just give me one second. Um, so, I mean, I got a, I've got, I got news today that I actually have to pay $10,000 for my Range Rover to get fixed, which normally that would stress the hell out of somebody. Um, it got me thinking, if I didn't have the, the wherewithal and the knowledge that I had in my 20s, and on my early 30s and to get to the point where I'm at right now, getting a $10,000 bill from my Range Rover because the engine isn't working would be a huge, huge, huge stressor. And uh, it got me thinking about what's happened with other people. Like, for example, if you get a bill like that or even like $1,000 or maybe for you $500 is a lot of money. If you get a bill, that's going to set you back so much. It's going to take away your nest egg, it's going to take away your savings, and then how the hell are you going to get started with investing, right? So that's why when I was younger, I started getting hit hard with these uh, annoying expenses that come up. It happens to everybody, whether you know it's, it's your Honda uh, Civic from like the 1990s, which is one of the first cars that I had, it actually was a, uh, Acura, and it had like spinners on it but one fell off so i had like three spinners on this car and then the door was a different color uh it was a car that cost me eighteen hundred dollars and things were falling off left right and center the key actually broke off in the in the door because uh, it was cold the the windshield wipers wouldn't work the heat wouldn't work nothing was working so instead of actually like getting it fixed even paying like 200 or 300 dollars to get the car fixed i just decided not to um, because I didn't want to go into debt. So eventually the car just collapsed. It took me from uh, Edmonton to Vancouver after I, after I quit my job in Edmonton. It got me to my last destination and then just quit. It just died on me. And so I had to come up with a way to get another car. So I got a Jeep and um, paid money like monthly for that. I got it financed. Um, but there's sometimes in life, every single year, every few months, I don't care who you are, you're gonna have things coming up that are gonna be unexpected expenses that just come out of left field. And with a $10,000 expense on my Range Rover because of the, uh, it wouldn't start anymore, there's something wrong with the engine. By the way, if you own a Range Rover from like 2010 to 2012, I, I'm sorry about that, you should have a warranty on it because those cars can kick out at any moment and cost you a lot of money. So I didn't, I wasn't, I'm not really worried about this $10,000. Fortunately for me, I was thinking ahead. And when I was younger, I started saving money. So when it comes up, when it comes time for expenses like this, it shouldn't be any sweat for you. So um, yeah, but when I was younger, I would have expenses like even buying uh, clothes, I wouldn't have any clothes, I'd have to buy clothes and then that caused me to lose money. And that caused me having expenses that I really didn't expect. And it, it was just a bad situation for me. And that makes it difficult for you to save money. And a lot of times you can put that stuff on credit card because you know you gotta eat, you gotta have clothes, and then when unexpected expenses like this come up, you have no choice but to put them on credit card. So how are you gonna be able to save money and actually invest in the stock market if you got this debt on your credit card? Because that's gotta you gotta pay for that first. Of course, you're not gonna put a thousand dollars in the stock market if you gotta pay a thousand dollars off on your credit card. That's the first thing you gotta do is pay off that debt because that that charges you more interest then what you're gonna be able to make off the stock market uh, if it's a credit card. There's something around 20%. The stock market you can expect to make around like 15% uh, if you follow the strategies that I'm showing. So, um, you know, just to put this into perspective, because 
I couldn't take it anymore. Every, every few months something would happen and I would lose money. There'd be a bill, I'd have to put it on credit card and I'd get all this debt and, and I'm like, how am I gonna invest if I got this debt piling up from when, I'm, when I was in my 20s? And so I thought, well, you know what? I'm gonna have to save up. I'm gonna put money aside so that when these things happen, I'm gonna have money that I can pull out of my back pocket, pay for that, and not have to collect debt because that's gonna compound. That's gonna be the exact opposite of investing in the stock market. Um, so, you know, it's one thing to live within your means, but it's another thing to uh, get these expenses that come up that are really totally out of your control. And it inhibits you from actually investing, actually putting your money somewhere where it actually counts. So uh, what, what I thought when I was uh, 21, 22 years old, and I would be like, you know, I have no clothes. I got to go buy some clothes. I got to get food. Um, I got to put gas in the car. Goes on the credit card. Goes on the credit card, right? All of a sudden, you got this big credit card bill. Sometimes unexpected huge expenses come up, and it's more on the credit card, right? So uh, I thought, well, I got to do something. So I took a look at my finances, and I decided that the best idea for me was to just start saving that 10% getting that nest egg together and making sure that I have enough money in the future so that when big expenses like this $10,000 bill came up on my Range Rover, I wasn't gonna be sweating about it. So uh, the way that you can do that, like I've always been teaching guys, is to always put 10% away and have that start growing money for you so that you can, in the, in the future, not have to worry about these things and even be able to buy a Range Rover in the first place. I mean, the timing that this happened, it, we just had a huge snowstorm here in Halifax and the roads were icy, there was snow, and I had my Porsche with summer tires. I typically take the insurance off that um, in the summer or in the winter because I don't want to switch my tires out. I got summer tires on there. And right when that happens, my Range Rover kicks out. And uh, so now it's in the shop for three weeks. So that really sucks. So timing is super bad, but to make sure that you're prepared for it, I'm telling you, you gotta save 10%. And what does that look like? If you're an average person making around $50,000 per year. Well, so if you put away 5,000, if you're making $50,000 a year, you're putting away $5,000 uh, uh, a year. So 10%, everybody can save 10% like I keep telling you. Uh, so let me fix that. That really didn't work out. <laughs> All right. Okay, so $5,000 a year you're saving. What is that per month? That's $417 per month. If you're on a $50,000 a year salary, if you're making that much money. So you're putting that away every, uh, every month and that's growing. So 417 first month, second month, it's up to 834, uh, but wait a minute, you made 15% annualized divided by 12, so you're looking at probably around 850 in that one month off the stock market on average, you've made about 16 bucks, right? So that's going to increase. Let's fast forward one year. Off that $5,000 that you invested in one year, what, what are you going to do uh, with that? Let's take a look. So it's $5,000 savings. Annualized return is 15%. So it's 417 invested per month. The starting salary of zero. And on, on a yearly basis, You're gonna have, in your first month, it works out to, or in your first year, it's about 2K. 
that you're making, or sorry, that's best run, that's, uh, should be 400. So 400 your first year, you're saving 10% on a $50,000 salary. In your second year, that's 1600. And this is all interest. That's all free money. That's money because you did something smart with it. The third year, that's 3,700. Fourth year, fourth year you're looking at about 7,000. And then your fifth year, that's 11,400. So you see right here, that's interest that you're getting in each of those years. That's not cumulative, that's in each year. So if you're making an average salary of 50,000, like most people, it's kind of like the medium income, and you're putting 10% away, your first year off the stock market, you're making 400, second year 1,600, third year 3,700, fourth year 7,000, fifth year 11,400. So if an expense like 10,000 bucks for a freaking uh, gear in your engine for your Range Rover, 10,000 bucks, it's no sweat. Five years, you just take that off of your interest that you've been making. Yeah, that does damage your, pro your, your progress as far as your retirement goes and what we've been talking about, retiring in 18 years uh, with the amount of money that you started out with in your salary. So if you're making 50,000, you invest 10,000 per year with at like 17.5 years, you're gonna get back in interest what you're, what you're making at the beginning of those, that 17.5 year cycle. So you'll get 50,000. If this continued, we went all the way down to year 18, uh, you're getting back something like $54,000 by putting 10% away. And I've already talked to you guys already, and I hope you watch that. I hope you watch it again if you come across the first time. And it's gonna be in the book, but saving 10% of everything you make is your key to success, is your key to having a lot of money, to your key to having your Range Rover uh, engine get busted for a cost of $10,000 where you're not even breaking a sweat about it. That's the first time actually. I got an expense like that and I, I'm not even worried about it because I follow this formula, saving 10%. Now let's say you are a McDonald's employee. Let's just take like the lowest, um, lowest level of income. You're making minimum wage, you're making $20,000 a year, right? I just wanna show you that anybody can do this. And anybody can get a job at McDonald's. I don't care who, I don't care if you tell me, you know, it's so hard for you to get a job. Anybody can get a job at McDonald's or somewhere where you're making minimum wage. Heck, I would hire you at my company for minimum wage. All right, so you get $20,000 per year. You're investing 10%. You do the math, what is it? It's $2,000 per uh, year that you're investing, which is 10% off 20 grand. Uh, what does that work out to you? Per month, uh, 2,000 divided by 12 is $167, 166 point something. Uh, so you're investing that into uh, the stock market. Your first year, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, we're gonna take that to the seventh year, where $10,000 expense, it won't stress you out as much because it's gonna be money that's, it's not gonna cause you to go into debt. And that's what we're trying to avoid. Because if you're in debt, investing money in the stock market is out of the option. It's not, in, you should be paying off your debt first. It's not really an option to put money 
in the stock market if you're paying off debt because you want to get that taken care of because you're being charged 20%, but in the stock market, you're only going to make 15% conservatively. You probably make 20%, but conservatively 15%. All right, I can't do that math in my head. What's the interest off that? Anybody? Does anybody tell me? Okay, so first year. I already got, I already got to figure it out. I'm not some kind of like super math genius where you can calculate a billion numbers in your head. First year is 160. Second year is 645. Third year is 1500. Fourth year is 2700. This is also a McDonald's salary, by the way. Fifth year, 4500. That's interest. You see, this is called compounding interest. Uh, almost 7,000, so we're up to 6,900 in your sixth year. Now, seventh year, uh, 9,900. Look how much it jumps. Off of a McDonald's employee making $20,000 a year, investing $2,000 per year, just 10%, which anybody can do. I don't care who you are, you can say 10%. So that works out to $167 per month that you're investing in the stock market, which amounts in interest per year is first year 160, second year 645, third year 1500, fourth year 2700, fifth year 4500, sixth year 6900, seventh year 9900 dollars. So a ten thousand dollar bill isn't going to put you in debt. Mind you, if you're working at McDonald's, you're probably not driving a Range Rover. So instead of a ten thousand dollar bill, because that kind of bill on a car, if you're working at McDonald's, I, I don't recommend buying a Range Rover if you're working at McDonald's because. Just because it's you know it's not it's not a smart idea, but if you have a, a Honda and you get a thousand dollar bill, let's say you're driving a regular normal car and like the worst case scenario with that car, if it's a Honda, you know you got a thousand dollar bill because it's a lot less expensive, and in your third year you've got fifteen hundred dollars coming in off the stock market. So you see where I'm getting at here. You want to avoid debt. Uh, so that you're able to put your money into the stock market. So if you get a huge bill, which everybody does, it's going to happen to everybody. You want to make sure that you're not uh, you're not coming short. You're not digging into your your pocket. You, you're not you're not digging into a creditor. You're not borrowing money from the banks in the form of using a credit card. You want to use your own money for any of those unexpected expenses because so many people are getting down into debt. I mean, I could, I could judge people all day, like saying you're 50 years old and you still haven't been able to save enough money in order to live off the stock market. I could say that's, that's not smart, but at the same time, I'm, I'm being pretty ignorant there because a lot, I know, I understand a lot of you out there have these debts that come up, like, like this $10,000 car debt, this bill that I just got. I mean, if that, if that kind of thing happened when I was like 22, I would, I would be stressing like hell about it, even when I was 25 right? Before I had the time to start saving. So that's why you got to be smart with your money uh, at the beginning. Like don't buy a Range Rover when you're young. So you don't have stupid expenses like this that will get you in debt. Even those car payments would put you in debt, right? So uh, live like a student until you have a bit of a critical mass, until you know that you will never be in debt because any expense you can just, you just use your savings for. That's going to allow you and enable you to be able to actually invest because so many people can't because they got this crazy debt. The average person 
has $10,000 worth of debt and it's usually credit card debt for bullshit that comes up like your car is broken. So um, for the first thing to do is when you're young, do not spend money like crazy. Live like a student. Even, even people who have built uh, billion dollar companies lived like students until their, comp their business was like self-running. So um, don't make bad decisions when you're younger about your money. Save it, keep 10% away, and then when these big expenses come up, which they will, there might be a funeral, there might be a car accident, uh, there might be like engine problems, like my car, 10,000 bucks. These things are gonna happen in life. It's life, life is like that. That's why life is a bitch to a lot of people, right? But it's, life can be also amazing if you're prepared. Like I could right now be crying my pillow that I got $10,000 to pay for my car, but I'm not because it's no sweat because I was smarter when I was in my 20s. I put money away, I put 10% away, like I'm telling everybody to do. Um, and I understand right now, this whole program isn't very structured. I'm just doing these Facebook Lives to generate some idea about what people are looking for and also to find my own voice as far as being a coach and presenter and uh, a webinar and also to provide content for my book. So there's a bit of, um, it's not so concrete, but you'll see in my book, it'll lay out every single point that I'm making about saving 10%, about avoiding debt, uh, about, and then it gets into the nitty gritty of how to find the right stocks to buy on the stock market. Um, but this, but just if you look back on my Facebook lives or my Instagram lives, or if you listen back on my podcast on Spotify and Google play, those things are going to be the foundation, the building blocks of something amazing. So we're, I'm really excited for what's to come. And uh, these lessons are very valuable. It's what's helped me, uh, be where I'm at at my young age, which is retired and living off the stock market and not sweating about a $10,000 uh, Range Rover engine bill. So uh, it, it's not like I'm, I'm coming up here and I'm pretending to know what I'm talking about. I've actually done this. I've actually experienced it firsthand and these rules that I've learned from books and from trial and error because I worked my ass off in my 20s actually work. So uh, there's, there's nothing to buy. There's no offer. There's no pitch or anything right now. Uh, I just want you guys to enjoy the journey with me. And if you're learning this right now for free, uh, that's great because it's not going to be free forever. Um, the Facebook lives always will, but the, uh, the book, uh, well, that will actually be a free plus shipping, but there's going to be webinars and one-on-one -on -one coachings as well. Um, so I really want to emphasize avoiding debt by saving 10%. So limit your expenses when you don't have money. Do whatever you can to live like a student. Then also at the same time, save 10%. And then once you build a bit of a critical mass, that's when you can do things like buy Range Rovers and Porsches if you want. And that's when you don't have to worry about $10,000 engine problems with your Range Rover. Also as a side tip, get warranty on your Range Rover. I'm telling you, these cars are falling apart like like they might look nice, but they fall apart. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, it's really enjoyable and I'm glad to see, like we've already got 150 or 130 people who are following now. So I see that it's picking up pace 
and the feedback that I'm getting is amazing. So just stay tuned and we're going to be back uh, with another episode uh, later this week. And thanks so much for tuning in.